and about. Uh, yeah, I think I got everything, man. I honestly do not know what the hell we're going to talk about today, though. I, I hope you have something on your, your mind, but uh, I can do intros at least. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Cup of Genre here on the Genreverse Podcast, uh, Genreverse Podcast Network and YouTube channel. Uh, be sure to follow us on your favorite uh, on your favorite podcast app and subscribe on uh, the YouTube channel. Uh, check out lrmonline.com every Check out LRM online every day for all of your entertainment news, needs, and opinions. I'm Kyle. That's Manny. It's Friday, and uh, I do know one thing that I could I could mention off the bat while I'm looking on <laughs> on the website for something else to talk about. Uh, she Hulk. Uh, Nick and I did our uh, Marvel Multiverse Mayhem uh, review of the first episode. And I actually enjoyed it rather rather well. Uh, Nick, of course, gave it an A. Oh God! Of course he did. <laughs> he gave it. A, he tried to. He tried to be like, it's not an A plus. It's not an A minus. It's just a good solid solid A. And I was like, oh okay. Um, I gave it a B plus. I did. I gave it a B plus. Uh, I felt. Um, I felt that the humor was was good. I enjoyed it. I laughed a lot. Uh, there were some jokes that I think they lingered on or, or spent a little bit too much time on. I said that this definitely felt like a 30 minute episode. It didn't feel like the pacing was so good that I didn't notice the time, but I wasn't like dying for it to end. It was just kind of like, yeah, you guys could have trimmed some, some fat here, here and there. Um, and then, uh, I, I felt, um, some of the complaints I, I have seen online, like uh, people saying, oh, there's some agenda to uh, Bruce not willingly giving her his blood to save her life. And I'm like, look, I don't remember the, the specifics in the comics. I know there's been times where Bruce uh, has thought he was rid of the Hulk, and I couldn't remember if he gave her blood at one of those those points. But it it's very, very unlikely that the, one of the smartest men in, in the world with blood that dangerous would ever donate it would ever give it to to anyone even mm. even to save their life because as far as he's concerned and as you can see in in this show being a hulk is an awful awful thing and he he even tried to you know uh uh relieve himself of of the mortal coil uh to get to get rid of the hulk so no not even to save her her life do i think he would do it so i, I was actually okay with the way uh that they kind of changed the uh the uh way she gets her her abilities i don't know man i, I i'm excited for episode two it's it was uh yeah it was it was fine i i, I thought it was a lot of fun I still gave it a B minus because there's a there's a lot left on the table and there, there's a lot of moments I felt it was lazy, um, and especially now, is that the, you looking at like all the episodes that you watch or just that first episode your B minus grade it's still B minus if, if if I'm thinking about it just individually oh. uh, that one in particular the first one is, is a B minus it's just I also thought this the way that she got her powers was kind of lazy. Um, and I just well, how how else would you have done it then? I, like, what? Because the whole blood transfusion does not make sense. He would not want to it, give his blood to anyone. Yeah, I, I know. Well, I mean, it's just just the the way that she got her powers and was very much in tune with them. After watching the Hulk struggle with them for decades, <laughs> um, it just it, it was a it was a it, it was a bit of a stretch for me. 
and then you combine that with uh still some a lot of moments i had trouble with the with the cgi yes um, and and just her just feeling out of place instead of like the hulk looked fun like hulk fine the there thing. were some animations his mm -hmm. not his texture or his model but the actual mocap and and animations there were some junky ones and and real choppy moments especially during their fight but yes his model definitely has a lot more effort and mm -hmm. that might not be the via vfx artist's fault we've we've heard a lot of yeah. complaints mm -hmm. about work environment last minute uh changes um but i i will blame marvel for it yeah, their name is on it and it does not look as as good as it as it should so but you're putting all that together it's 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 uh it's fun it's it's good i enjoyed it but in, in a whole if i'm being fair comp compared to other things that we've seen uh I, I can't give it i can't give it an a like if i give everything an a then then what credibility do i really have as far as a nick a review, reviewer you know so uh just being just being oh. objective it's, it's the same thing like when we when we do the cobra kai episode some of them were fine but based on pre you know pre, based on previous work that i've given higher grades i, I can't i can't compare the two and, and say that they're all on, on on a level playing field yeah i mean totally get that and um ah, damn it my steam deck or steam steam stream deck isn't working this morning uh what was i gonna say yeah i i get that um overall it wasn't a bad show but then again we've we've had uh a few other shows that we thought were gonna be really uh really good uh even making it so far as say three episodes in good mm -hmm. like miss marvel and then they just you know <sighs> fall off they, the table, they, fall, yeah. they fall apart yeah man it it's it's sad it's disappointing hopefully this doesn't follow the the same pattern but it, it plays like we'll a sit, it plays a, like a sitcom and to some degree uh although yeah there is some continuity between the two episodes i i almost wish that they would play like episodically like you know kind of like trial of the week or something like that mm. uh but it, uh, it's um yeah we all know why they're not doing that <laughs> but it's a good it's a good time i i um i i look forward every week including this week to seeing people's reaction to like the post credit scenes because they're funny and and they're yeah and they're great um what what about so let, let's i haven't really i don't i don't surf the uh the cesspool that is twitter too much and i'm i'm fairly new to to reddit mostly just doing anime stuff over there um but what do you what do you i i thought the whole captain america get some moment was great i thought that's hilarious <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh and the fact that it was you know when and how it happened is is hilarious in in my mind uh but i know some people already had it out for for this show some for stupid reasons some for really really stupid reasons and some might have some some valid reasons to be be not wanting to see this this show but do you have any any issues with captain america having uh lived a little <laughs> no and anyone who does you know really needs to get a life because that's what <laughs> captain america was trying to do the jokes, the jokes that everyone was making online was uh, like Peggy Carter being mad, <laughs> things like that. But uh, other than that, it's uh, 
it's it's cool like it, it it was fun like i said it's it's something that i'm glad that they allowed when when over on the other side uh the, the warner brothers did not allow harley quinn to make a, a similar batman joke yeah. uh, with catwoman so <laughs> uh it's it's nice to see that because it's 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 funny it, you know it, it's um it's self-deprecation and usually i mean warner brothers was good with that especially with teen titans uh, but mm-hmm. uh, i guess with harley quinn they sometimes they maybe take a little too far but i, I don't think so it's well i will uh I'll just remind everyone this um, sex is a completely normal functional part of hu- humanity and uh, mm-hmm. uh, Captain America having some does not mean that he was any less of a good guy uh, any less of a pure heart uh, than he would have been had his his first been Peggy on the you know the in-game alternate universe that he he uh, took a pit pit stop at uh so if if captain america getting some does upset you i'll I'll remind you he was a young man in an austere environment (laughs) you know and and uh uh if the uso tour was one of the one of the ones there in in europe um so yeah don't don't act like he was you know he wasn't he wasn't like jesus i mean he wasn't supposed to live some (laughs) sinful free life and there's even debates on whether or not uh we won't get into theology but yeah cap Cap wasn't jesus he was just he was just steve rogers good guy and good guys get laid (laughs) (laughs) and enjoy it there's nothing wrong with enjoy enjoying it so um i want i do want to stick a little bit with with marvel i found something else i could uh nitpick at and and uh complain about uh did you read world world war hulk man no I have not. Okay. So, uh, it wasn't that good. <laughs> you, you know what came before it, right? Planet Hulk and how yeah. we kind of, mm-hmm. uh, how we kind of, um, already got that, that story in a way. Although they did make a point in She Hulk of Hulk reminding the audience that he spent two years on, on Sakar, right? And we also have that moment, uh, I guess minor, uh, uh, She-Hulk spoilers here. A Sakaran ship appearing mm-hmm. in in the show, um, and Bruce wondering what that message is. Right. So a lot of people have been wondering. You know, does that was that the ship coming to say, hey, you forgot about your your son on Sakar? You know, to set up the whole uh, Planet Hulk slash World War Hulk uh, uh, arc. Uh, World War Hulk's been a story that has been rumored that Marvel would want to do if they could get the rights back from universal. There's been rumors that the contract with universal might be, uh, coming to an end. Um, excuse me. World war Hulk saw Hulk come back to earth after his family is killed by a, by a bomb by the Illuminati, uh, in, in the comics. And then he comes and rages here on, on earth, almost, uh, destroying it. It wasn't well executed, in my my opinion, uh, especially following up the well written planet Planet Hulk arc itself, and it just kind of fizzled. You know, it was like a a couple of set pieces to to hold up this not so so great story. Um, but uh, apparently, a lot of people like it, and uh, Ruffalo has teased. That and I quote uh, from a uh, interview with ET: "Anytime they want to do it, I'm here." 
Um, he was also asked uh, um, about whether it could uh, uh, Secret Wars could top Endgame, and he said, "Well, it's going to be hard to top in Endgame, but if I know Kevin and I know Marvel, it's going to be uh, pretty amazing, and there'll be a big bang. He'll go out with a bang." Did he just spoil Hulk dying in Secret? wars now um so yeah man what what do you what do you make about the potential for uh a new uh hulk solo movie and what they might do do with it world war hulk or whatnot well um it's nothing i'd hold my breath for because we already <laughs> have our slate of movies through the next few years so even if they wanted to do a new hulk movie it's not it's nowhere it's nowhere close down the line um I've never thought Hulk movies were executed well, um, and I know that you know, it's not necessarily Marvel Studios' fault. And to be honest, the Hulk isn't necessarily one of my top characters that I really care for as far as uh, individual movies. He I always think he works better with others, despite him being a raging monster. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I can, I can, I can do without it. I, I there's so many other characters now that they could make films for specifically. And because we've seen the Hulk already since almost the beginning, practically of the MCU, yeah, I, I'm I could do without it. Okay, I I don't know if I would want to. Like I said, I didn't care for World War Hulk. I I didn't. I didn't think it was uh, well executed. That being said, Marvel has done really well with the majority of their uh, uh, event adaptations. I just I don't like you said no no time soon one because if if you do world world war hulk it has to be an avengers level event cuz I mean it took all of all of the heroes to you know combat him he was raging harder than ever, ever before um so you couldn't just have it be like uh uh a couple of red hulks you couldn't you know bring in betty and and recast thunderbolt or or anything like that and have them take take him down you need a lot more and <laughs> with kang dynasty with uh secret wars and all of that i just i don't see uh i don't see a world war world war hulk at least not not one adapted uh via the comics and if he's not threatening the whole planet why would you call it world war hulk you know like mm -hmm. i don't know i just i don't i don't see it i don't i don't feel it yeah and I, I don't the last the closest thing to the the hulk movie has the last one of the you know thor um the thor film and yeah that and that's good. where they use the planet yeah and that was and that was hulk. and that was yeah. good enough so i don't i don't need any more <laughs> i do yeah man oh well um so i do have something i have a bone cool. to pick uh -oh, and bone um, to pick. well the thing is we reported on it too uh but um i've always found it so annoying how the only time we hear about streaming service numbers are when they're doing very very well supposedly mm -hmm. and they're very and their numbers out of context um as far yeah. as far as results and and what makes it difficult is that we're in the line of work where we kind of need to see apples to apples as far as to when they did bad so we can praise them for getting better for putting something new that's very very high quality and at the same time learning from the mistakes that have been made in the past um and i just think it's it's so crappy 
that we only hear about numbers as far as metrics when they favor the streaming service themselves. Well, yeah, there's no real, I mean, one, they, they get to use the whole mm. excuse of, um, uh, security and privacy with, with, uh, subscribers data as a reason not to let certain third, third party people in on tracking. Um, number two, it's, it's their servers. So they're yeah. the only, only ones controlling, uh, uh, access to the amount of times a show is accessed and and uh, how long it's accessed and things like things like that. You've got uh, groups out there that have kind of done their their own versions of like the Nielsen, the old Nielsen boxes used to be, uh, where people volunteer to to send their you know watch statistics and and then you use you know um, math to create a, uh, a a picture of what the uh streaming landscape is but that's still a lot of a lot of guesswork and a lot of margin of error large large margin of error um i i also wish they they that we could come up with something to be a little bit more forth forthcoming for yeah. for their stats uh and especially when you're looking at like uh movements by warner brothers discovery where they're like no we we need you guys to to pay for content uh otherwise we can't make any anymore oh if they take pay cut they're not taking pay cuts so stop that yeah and stop so that. so like um, uh, a perfect example with with that whole thing is uh some of the, some of the numbers for hbo max for example are um are kind of released almost uh like leaked like i would get i would say mm -hmm. um because how many people actually saw or or actually sometimes lists are released and and you realize that certain things on on it for example how, how many people supposedly um cried for Zack Snyder's Justice League versus how many people actually watched it mm -hmm. that's that's an important number and then i know that they've removed a bunch of stuff from from their uh from their streaming service uh, but what are the numbers there as far as, yeah, like 12 people were watching it. Yeah. You know, I'm, and I know that's an exaggeration, of course, because there's more than 12 people watching things. But um, if if we had those numbers and then they made, they're making these moves like, yeah, we're taking all this off. And you're like, yeah, well, nobody was really watching it. I understand. Instead of they just took up off a bunch of content off of the thing. And, and you, you're not able to make a educated decision. Uh, assumption as to what's going on although i don't i wouldn't give the internet too much credit as far as being able to make a educated assumption because reactions sometimes are a little over the top this is the the one thing that i'm i'm curious about um no financial advice at all here ladies and gentlemen so uh do not take even my thoughts here as uh thoughts you you should have but if i were invested in a company that had these uh streaming services i'm i'm gonna be thinking of it the same uh way i do box office numbers and ad revenue mm -hmm. that you can report on your tv sales because you purchase ads or uh, people purchase ads to place on your channels uh on your shows because i also want to see which which shows are you know doing best if i'm investing money i i need to know these things and when it comes to streaming the only thing they ever throw out how many subscribers they have okay well 
how many of those are permanent subscribers? Those that don't come and go with with shows like The Mandalorian. Those that don't come and and go with with shows like Peacemaker on on HBO Max. How many of those are are solid you know sources of of income? Uh, how much content are they watching? Sure, they're just there watching it, but. If they're not engaged with the, or sure they're subscribed to it, maybe they're not watching much. If they're not, if they're not engaged with it, then we're we're at a risk of losing people and mm-hmm. having higher higher turnover. So these are all types of things that you can get a, a better sense of feel from traditional media, but you you can't really get from um, you can't really get from what they what they offer from from their own from their own offices and because it's uh it's a fairly new um format i know it's been around for a couple de- decades now but relatively new compared to traditional media uh and there's not a whole lot of of regulation on that that stuff but as a as an investor i would want more inform information i'm sure and i'm kind of wondering why uh well because if they deliver it to investors it it, it becomes public oh and yeah you're right so there's there's no need for they're they're not giving any that's what i'm saying so like i don't i don't know if in, investors are just like eh, it's too new to worry about or we'll we'll trust them because they're the ones behind i i i'm with you man we need we need more we need more data and, then, and here on the reporting side you know like you said like how can we mm-hmm. how can we compare things if if we don't have data you know yeah and then and then here's the here's the one that really annoyed me uh and and this was a big one was um disney had very happily announced that well i don't know if they announced it but everyone was talking about it um that they're outperforming netflix as far as subscribers Mm -hmm. uh and those numbers are very skewed as far as out of context when it comes to Disney Plus is out. Disney is outperforming Netflix when it comes to subscribers, because Netflix is just Netflix. Disney used Disney, Hulu, Disney Plus, <laughs> Disney Star, Stars Plus, and counted each of them one time. Mm. Oh, and ESPN Plus. So, if you had so, for example, if I have the bundle. It counted it three times. Times, yeah, yeah. So, uh, if that's if that's how they did it, yeah, that's that's very very shady. They did. That's ex- that's exactly yeah. how they did it. And wow, they so Netflix's, um, they their 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 last uh, reported subscribers were two hundred and twenty one million, just 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 under that number. Mm-hmm. And now Netflix have gone a little over two hundred twenty one million overall. To say that you've surpassed Netflix is 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 a huge stretch because it yeah. means it means you haven't even come close. And all right, fine. You want to give you want to release those numbers? Then tell me what each of your services are doing individually. Yeah. Because then that means Disney Plus is not even is not still not even close to what to the to Netflix on its and- own. Because Netflix is doing it on its own. It doesn't have a Star Wars, a Marvel yeah and this and this large catalog of of uh vault items that you can take out but somehow they're still the dominant streaming service yes they've had their financial struggles as of late um but on their own they're they're still they're still on top you can't you cannot say that because all these other services put together combine 
just barely um are supposedly are performing netflix then that um then it means that you, you're you're winning <laughs> so i uh pulled up on uh statista statity uh statistics website statista.com is how i'm saying it uh so yeah absolutely they counting uh individual subscribers to uh um each of their services 200 221 million with disney plus alone uh allegedly <laughs> accounting for 152 million of that um yeah that's just shady that's that's not no that doesn't no that doesn't count because like no, you said you've got people with the with the bundles and uh they're all under one um, um, umbrella and i i don't know man and and it's the other thing also is uh there's an article that was written post that from variety that was actually very good that uh talked a lot about the, um um what is it called the average revenue per user and Disney, uh, Disney was is about at, was about at a six dollars and fifty cents a little uh, six dollars and a quarter I think, um, six twenty five per month per user, while Netflix's was at about fifteen dollars and ninety five cents per user, mm. and um, so that's it's interesting also to think that you're also so one of the one of the other differences is that disney because of the way they're doing things and that's why they're raising the prices has a much lower per subscriber revenue but they but and the, but the reason why they can still be more profitable obviously because they have all these other places they can pull yeah. from as far as finances um while netflix does not <laughs> no so uh so it's it's very interesting that I just find it really interesting that D Disney has the goal to to feel like they can they feel like they can be proud of these numbers when they got to do something, man. They got to they got to do something. Um, they're playing with their their park tickets and and attendance, trying to find that balance between uh, cost to customers, so you don't you know outprice too many. Uh, but also, you know, making up for for lost revenue. Uh, you've got a lot of increased budgets from the uh, production under COVID uh, conditions, and that the increased costs that come with with productions un under those, you know, more time apart, more time for for shoots, more more hours for everyone, which mean, means you're paying every everyone more, um, and. Uh, you got to you got to make up for it somehow. I mean, but yeah, but it's becoming so ridiculous. They just released their prices for their their new tiers, whatever of magic mm -hmm. keys, and you know it's it's becoming nearly impossible for families to go to to an average family to be able to go to Disneyland without you really, really taking a bite out of out of um out of your your savings, your whatever yeah. you want to call it, your budget, and, or and instead of being able to save up. A year for a Disney trip. Now you got to save up two or three years. And then, and then, the... what are you saving for when things like Avengers Campus have been said to be so meh? Yeah, that that <laughs> it that it it um it, it in and then you get there and everything else is is so expensive, 
And then they wonder why their attendance is lower or why they can't get people on their stupid battle cruiser um, for $5,000 a night. And it's like, cause it's too, it's too expensive. That's, that's the problem. And, and it's just, it's just funny to think that this is supposed to be such a family friendly, a family thing. Yeah. And then that, but you know, and, but you know what? Credit to them because there are those, uh, very, very, um, there are people who make those decisions and, and decide that that's what they want to spend all their money on and yeah, spend your money on whatever you want. It's like you and I said, if they keep spending money on it, they just go keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I am a, when, when it comes to Disney, it's all about the fact that you're at Disney world or, or Disneyland, right? You're surrounded by, by Disney. And part of what you're, you're paying for is that me, I'm, I'm the type of person, if I'm going to be out and about at a, at a theme park, the only thing I care to do to do is ride. Yeah. Same. And the mm-hmm. only thing I like riding in general are thrill, mm-hmm. thrill rides and roller coasters. Uh, your your wonderful immersion means nothing if it's boring um and most rides at disney range from boring to okay i did it i'm i'm good i don't ever ever need to do it again and that means i really have no interest in ever uh uh going to disney again um maybe when i'm completely broke and can't ride anymore and i can just hop on the scooter and watch the the kid have a good day maybe then i would care to go but (laughs) it's not worth it's not worth the cost to me is basically what i'm i'm getting at i would rather spend 60 70 dollars on it on a day pass to uh to a six flags or to a Mm -hmm. cedar fair park you know not very cedar uh cedar point king's dominion i'd rather do uh universal you know mm-hmm. the the park to park universal tickets are still reasonable last uh last time i checked uh we hope to actually go sometime early next year uh take lucas down there he's he's big enough he can ride a lot more uh rides there um but that's that's what we do for for theme parks so disney parks have never I've been to I've been to World once. I've been to Land once. No, I've been to Land a few few times, but uh, not not in a long, long, long time. Um, just because it, it's not my it's not my bag, baby. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, I get it. And and honestly, my my ticket value goes. I feel goes a longer way at a Six Flags because if you divide that per roller coaster, right? The roller coaster that I'll get on, it it makes um, a lot more sense. And and then also with with um, Universal, at least I'll get some immersion to films, which is what I really love mm-hmm. is, is movies and things like that. With Disney, it's like I don't care about Dumbo. I don't. <laughs> Small World means nothing, absolutely nothing to me, other than awkwardly seeing somebody at a store and saying, "God, it's a Small World." Um, and relationship with Star Wars right now is not very. Um, Healthy, no, because so. because ever since they've taken <laughs> over Star Wars, we've gotten you know very subpar content. It's not very healthy. So, um, um, just just yeah. be careful though, because uh, very quickly, I know this is maybe something we should have led with. Um, Lord of the Rings has been acquired by somebody by bought out by somebody else as far as the rights to mm. to um, uh, their properties and. Uh, they are thinking, according to what I saw on a 
somewhere and i'll look it up maybe right now real quick they are thinking of doing <laughs> spin-off movies a swedish swedish entertainment company buys yeah. rights to uh lord of the rings films and tolkien uh ip uh i'm reading this is just the first uh site that came up no endorsement for cnbc but i just googled mm -hmm. uh lord of the rings rights uh embracer group is buying them hmm. yeah so um the last thing i want to see all right so sorry about that i had to take a call from my uh va sleep doctor um yeah, the whole thing about these these rights being uh, purchased and things that could be done that's that is crazy, and it makes me even wonder like what would they would they ever try to sell it to like uh, uh, a theme park place? They should <laughs> to combine but, it to, but yeah, but the, Lord, but the Lord of the Rings have a a Wizarding World. But style? the problem is that they would then also need the content to go with it, and yeah, I think lord of the rings for the moment is one of the last remaining kind of mythical kind of great franchises where you have the core uh not the core you have you have the content and it is what it is it's like your mm -hmm. star wars never made all this extra stuff but yeah. again we're getting an amazon series already um mm -hmm. coming up so they're, they're they are adding a little bit to it and yes we did have the hobbit so we'll count the hobbit as like the 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 uh the george lucas uh post stuff uh <laughs> episode one two and three uh and, and i just i just don't as as a big as a fan as i am of lord of the rings i just don't i would never want it saturated as much as disney has saturated star wars well man we we are in that that era of everything recycled you yeah know? nothing we're, we're, not a lot of originality we're we're recycling everything ex except for what we should be uh recycling i think i think um, that's what i appreciate about horror so much is that yeah the the, the subgenres are all there and they're kind of similar but the evolution of horror has been has been kind of kind of cool to watch the, uh, you know the last the last few years when it comes to the, the different things that they've been able to do whether it's a, a saw kind of franchise or or then you have your conjuring type of things you have your found footage type type films that that come out and then every now and then you sprinkle in a classic slasher um and then you have your, your really your really deep horror films you know that like jordan peele's working on things that you see with like a24 and yeah. um so yeah if you can get stand a little blood a little gore a little jump scare here and there i think uh horror is kind of the way to go man it's it's always uh and the cool thing is is horror comes in in all the other genres of of its own comedy yeah. horror traditional drama um you got mystery you've got uh uh dark comedy horror versus you know slapsticky mm -hmm. uh things like idle, idle hands like horror horror's great yeah. uh also anime i can't suggest anime enough and, one punch man know, season three cannot wait <laughs> <laughs> um did did you get up as upset about the uh animation difference oh yeah it was seasons? weird yeah yeah um well uh, i wasn't upset about it but because i you know you learn about it early enough mm -hmm. you're like okay this is not gonna be as good you just know <laughs> so so you're not i wasn't as surprised as maybe some people were devil is a part-timer had a big change in its uh in its animation style but it was also like six years between seasons but oh. um 
If you guys like anime, you can find more anime content at lrmonline.com and the Genreverse uh, Podcast Network. We do all sorts of reviews and and reactions with the uh, AVR podcast and AVR AVR Squared. Uh, we've also got. Uh, other great shows dealing with marvel and star wars general geek and pop culture things here on daily cog and and breaking geek radio uh all available in video format uh on the youtube channel and wherever you you get podcasts from uh spotify google apple soundcloud all that good stuff uh soundcloud only through the 26 getting new episodes we're uh changed our distributors over to sounder so genreverse.sounder.fm if you if you want to use that uh but google and spotify and all the others still still work um after that after the 26th of august guys soundcloud will be uh uh back catalog only and uh yeah there's celebrity interviews written articles reviews things on comics and games uh everything you can imagine at at lrmonline.com manny Got anything else you want to say? Um, minor flex. I'll be at the theater all day tomorrow, catching up on movies. <laughs> oh, all right, guys. We'll see you uh, hopefully Monday morning, afternoon, something like that. Have a good, have a good weekend.